Good morning. It's Saturday. I'm in the office. This is the Saturday Morning Hustle podcast. Outwork your competition while they're still sleeping on the weekend. Thanks for joining me again today. This is Kyle Golding, your host. And today we're going to talk about entrepreneurism, being an entrepreneur, which is a big word, a hard word to spell, awkwardly spelled, I must add, but it shouldn't be intimidating for you. And I'm going to give you an example from my own life and career path. Now, almost 35 years of owning at least one business, which technically and creating businesses, startups, existing businesses, et cetera, which technically makes me an entrepreneur. I'm going to give you guys the definition of entrepreneurism to me, what it means for my family, for my community, for society as a whole, how you can adapt this to ideas you have, how you can find an opportunity to either be entrepreneurial in your career pursuits or be an entrepreneur yourself. So we're going to start with the fact that this was all spurned on by a flashback video from exactly three years ago. The Saturday Morning Hustle three years ago today was still at 1219 Creative and was talking about the the fact that at that time I had owned or operated at least one business for 30 years. We're now getting closer to 35 years. And I made a joke, of course, but you don't look a day over 30. Thank you very much. (laughs) I started my first business when I was a teenager. I technically didn't know I was starting a business, and I absolutely did not know what being an entrepreneur or entrepreneurism was. I did not have that definition in my head. I was eventually a business owner. It was much later in life that I understood entrepreneurism and its value by working for some entrepreneurs and some people who were entrepreneurial. And then much later in my life, the, the second half, probably the third the th- third third of my career thus far, uh, you know, the last 10 years, if you will, uh, understanding the value that entrepreneurs bring to not only their family and their and their career path and their own personal and family wealth, but to their communities, to their states, to their cities, to the entire country, to the entire world. All the things that we need, cherish, and appreciate in the world come from entrepreneurial pursuits. And so that's why being an entrepreneur and thinking entrepreneurially is so important. So I'm going to give you guys my story, my background from the time I was a teenager, my first business, not understanding entrepreneurism, to the point of how it morphed and shaped me from where I am today. Also talking about the fact that it's not a straight line. You've heard me discuss this idea before. Career paths, owning a business, all the things that go over 35 years of working professionally and doing things with other people and with yourself and in economic systems, it doesn't go as planned. It's not a straight up line. It's not a as I planned it kind of thing. I've, had, I've talked to us about this concept before. I'm going to include those things as well. And then ultimately how where you end up as long as it's in a great place is all that really matters. And again, using examples from my own career path, not everyone knows the story. If you've known me for a very long time, if you've known me since high school, then you know this story. If you haven't, if you've known me a very short time, you don't know me at all, or maybe you only know me in a certain professional entity, then you won't know the whole story and the background and where all this insight comes from. So I'm going to give you that story today since I have more time now to do a full podcast than I have in the past. So with that in mind... I started by accidentally becoming a business owner. So what happened was, technically, I was in a band, but I didn't rehearse very much, wasn't very good, was asked to not be in the band anymore, but wanted to be in a band. 
So the guys in the band said, but can you run sound? Can you be the sound guy? And I said, yes, even though I did not know what I was talking about. But I saw an opportunity. I was willing to do it because I still wanted to be in a band. I thought eventually I could work myself back into the, the musician side of things. Learned, took the equipment home, fiddled with it until I learned how to use it. Came and did a couple of shows. And this is literally high school guys in the garage, garage band type stuff. We're not talking much money. Not talking anything that anyone is super excited or interested in about, about. But occasionally there were a couple of dollars involved. And every time there was money to be made, the first $25, the first $50, eventually the first $100, et cetera, et cetera, ended up going to the sound guy. And so the only guy getting paid when you're a garage band is the sound guy. That was me. I realized that was an opportunity to make some money. So I wasn't creating a business. I was trying to make money. Uh, first trying to make money quick and easy, something I could do, something I could handle, pull off. Then it became opportunity to work for multiple bands, doing multiple events across multiple days of the week, the, using the same equipment, the same skill set over and over again. That became the opportunity. So there was a need that created an opportunity. I filled those, that, that need or I solved that problem, if you will, with a skill set that I had developed initially and then completely developed into a fuller skill set, solving the problem of bands needing this uh, this service in order to play shows, not being able to afford the equipment themselves, invest in it, having things from various places that I could marshal together because I knew a lot of people in the business so that even I didn't have to spend the money, etc., so that people could do shows, so the bands could play, so that uh, opportunities could be created. That didn't know it at the time, but that was being entrepreneurial. That was an entrepreneurial pursuit. That was an entrepreneurial mindset of finding a need or solving a problem, applying skills and knowledge to that problem, either in an expected or unexpected way, but better than other options that creates the opportunity Back that up with the passion I had for the music industry, the passion to not just have a basic skill set at being the sound guy, but being a true audio engineer, really honing my craft, being someone who everyone wanted to pay premium dollar for or get the premium bookings for. That's how eventually went from garage bands to the low-level club bands to the high-level club bands to touring bands to regional acts to national acts to doing complete world tours. Uh, and doing events like Edgefest and Lollapalooza and working with top-grade, top-level artists in, in a recording studio and on, in live production event, uh, opportunities because I developed my skills, continually developed my skill set, and had a passion for that business. That is entrepreneurism. That is being entrepreneurial. I was filling a need, filling a need taking advantage of an opportunity because I had skills, knowledge, passion and have the willingness to put together a business vehicle, not just making some money, but a profitable, repeatable business model, which eventually became uh, working for other people work under their business models as an employee, eventually going on my own, creating my own business model, my own production company, and then uh, working in the, the music industry is a, is a weird mix of things, uh, Contractors, subcontractors, etc., but understanding how to sustain myself, how to create rates, how to send invoices, how to pay taxes, 
And all these things eventually went into what was my business, my production business, and then eventually a recording studio, which had a physical space, which made it a lot easier to kind of wrap my head around the type of business entity it was. It was still the same thing on paper, but it has a physical space, a physical location. I had equipment. I had travel costs. I had expenses. All the things you had to write off for the CPA. I had a CPA. I had an attorney. I had all the things every other business did. I uh, was actually working closer to virtual than uh, anyone would have back in the 90s. Now, today, when we say virtual business, it's a concept that everyone understands completely. But in back in the day, if you didn't have a physical location, if you didn't have a storefront or an office or a place that people went to to do business with you, then people really didn't consider you to be a real business. I was sort of operating virtually long before anyone else was operating virtually because I had a skill set that I showed up to uh, an event, a club, a concert, went on tour with with uh, other companies providing the uh, the production facilities themselves, going to, into studios, et cetera, before I had my own studio, uh, arriving there with the skill set, knowledge, and not necessarily physical attributes, eventually having a recording studio and, and owning all of those things myself, had those things that were a lot more tangible. But ultimately, this was still the idea of finding an opportunity by fulfilling a need or solving a problem with skills and knowledge plus passion. That's entrepreneurism. Now, the reason entrepreneurism is important is because that's how new businesses are created. That's how small businesses go from an idea to a product, from a product to a, bu- to a startup, from a startup to a business to, from a business to a sustainable, sustaining business. It could be a small business. It grow to a large business. It can, lar- it can grow to a venture corporation. Every corporation started out as an idea on someone's kitchen table, the back-of-the-napkin concept of how you start a business. And entrepreneurs are people who start and grow and develop businesses. The difference between that and someone who is a simple business owner and I say simple in that it's simpler concept than entrepreneurism. But being a business owner is not simple, and it is not a minor thing. But the difference between entrepreneurs and business owners are business owners create something for themselves, an entity for themselves, pays them, uh, creates sustainability for them and their family. And they own it, they manage it, they run it, they operate it with the idea of that's how it works. Entrepreneurs create businesses, business entities that that are opportunities for them to work, but also for other people to be involved, for investment, for something you might sell, you might exit, you might build and let someone else run for you, et cetera. And there's a different mindset of entrepreneurs. That's why entrepreneurism is different than owning a business or being a business owner. Not all business owners are entrepreneurs. All entrepreneurs own businesses, but eventually might exit, sell, or close down a business or morph it into something else. Did that several times too. My music business uh, focused mostly on live production for the first five or seven years. And again, I started this when I was a uh, teenager. I was in high school and in college. After college into closer to 30 years old, uh, that was when I was more focused on doing touring, which was other people's equipment, and then having a home base of a recording studio and investing in my own physical space there as well. So my business morphed into that, eventually morphed into some video production, some uh, other types of event production, including tour management, artist management, and then eventually public relations and marketing promotions because that was more of my degrees were, were in 
And those were other opportunities because I understood how they, they operated. I understood artists. I understood the, need, the needs of artists, of connecting with audiences. Back in the 90s, this was in 2000, was in 2020. It's not the same way we do things today. It's how things were done then. And put the, the, the opportunity with my skill set and knowledge together to create a business potential. So the business continued to morph into something different, into something different. Till eventually I left the music business. And this is a whole big pivot in the story. This is the essential pivot. So a lot of times when we talk about business pivots, it's a big change in the model. Everything changes to something different in a pivot. Well, I did that in my career path. And most of you out there listening to this will probably pivot your career sometime in your life too. In fact, they say the average career change by person changes careers three times in their life. And I'm on the third one myself. I can attain to that. I can tell you right now. So I pivoted the first time my business, which essentially really ended the music industry business, that entity that existed on the music side of things. As I went into marketing, uh, in my personal life, I had a, had an accident. And I uh, cracked some vertebrae in my neck, tore my face up really bad. I was 30 years old. I wasn't 20 years old. Touring was harder. I had lost some hearing already. Tinnitus had developed. All the things that come along with uh, working in, in music production. I wanted to get out of music production. I wanted to go into more into video production. The internet was beginning to happen as a thing now. Uh, and so marketing was changing, advertising was changing, production was changing. At the, uh, this was the be- the end of the beginning of the switch over from analog to digital when it would come to music recording. This was still before streaming, still before social media. The internet was still very young, but everything was in flux and that created opportunities. And for someone who was willing to take those opportunities, solve problems in new ways using this new technology, this new fangled thing called the internet, uh, so there weren't cell phones yet. They were big, chunky things you carried around in bags. Uh, they weren't really, they were barely portable phones. They weren't cell phones. They absolutely were not smartphones. No doubt about that. But these things were coming and industries were changing. The entertainment industry definitely was being affected by it. The marketing, advertising industry was going to be affected by it. Eventually, public relations industry was changed by it. And so I made the pivot and essentially closed one business where I pivoted so much that it's not, not recognizable as the business it used to be into something more akin of marketing and advertising. But I had to do that by taking some corporate jobs, learning some new skill sets, um, and changing my lifestyle, changing everything about my approach to to business and to everything else because of the change in my career path. So that was my first change into from the music industry into the marketing advertising industry. Uh, still being entrepreneurial, even though I took some corporate jobs, again, they needed to develop some skill sets, needed to develop some actual on-the-job training, uh, some connections, some relationships in those industries in order to be really good at it. Got to a point where I understood I couldn't really work for anyone else anymore, and I wanted to move on to, again to be my own boss. That's the entrepreneur in me. Uh, I don't real. I'm not really built to work for another boss. Not saying that some, I may not someday go back to working for someone else, but I've been working for myself for a very long time. I was working corporate job. I was freelancing, doing stuff on the side. I was still doing music. Some. I was still doing a lot of creative. Uh, things I started my furniture company in this time. Uh, if you guys are not aware about that, share furniture, sharefurniture.com. Share as in you share your toys with your 
siblings and your friends. Uh, Sharefurniture.com was started in the same time period. Um, and the marketing advertising path continued on. I followed that pursuit, not knowing where it would lead, but the entrepreneur spirit in me knew that there would be opportunities to do things if I were to follow that path. So I, I took that path along. So the final switch, the third version of my career path, if you will, was understanding that the creative side of marketing advertising, which seemed like a perfect fit for me in the transition from the music industry and from being a very creative focused person before uh, my career path, now needed to transition into more of the business development side, more of the analytical side, more of the logical side of business, marketing, communications, et cetera, because that's where the real money was. That's where the opportunity was. And my brain works that way. So it worked out really well that I could do both creative, uh, bring creative assets to a client, but also do the strategy, the business development, all of the data analysis, all those things as well. And because I had owned my own business for such a long time, I understood the trials and tribulations of small businesses, of small business owners, what they're going through. I understood paying taxes. I understood uh, f- doing your books and filing and paperwork and all of the things that come with running a business and things that creatives typically aren't good at. I was decent enough at in order to work with other professionals, which eventually is how I attracted the people that are my business partners now in the Golden Group with their skill sets, definitely more on the business side, less on the creative side. And so we come together for this perfect marriage. And again, because we were all three entrepreneurial, all four of us, three partners and myself, all four of us being entrepreneurial in our mindset, we were open to the idea that we weren't creating a traditional business model. We were creating a new business model, a different type of business model, a variation. And again, we were filling a need. We were solving problems based on the skill sets, the attitudes, the, the the knowledge that we had as individuals and the things we had passion for. That's how it ends up being something that has the potential to be successful in all of those ingredients together together. So that's the takeaway is finding a need, solving a problem by applying your skill sets and then having passion for doing it over and over again, consistently, consistently getting better, improving yourself, never settling for good enough, always always striving for better understanding that that business entity may or may not last for the next five years, 10 years, 50 years, 100 years. And it may, when it does end, whether it's your decision or the industry you're in forces that or competition does or something else, it's not a reflection on you as a failure as a business person. It's an opportunity for you to move on to something else. That is an entrepreneurial spirit. That's the same spirit and you should take in anything that goes on in your life that things are successful some things aren't successful you take the lessons from the things that aren't successful you take the wins from the things that are and you move those forward with you in a new different way by finding a new opportunity to solve a problem do something new apply your skill sets supply your passion see how it all comes back to the entrepreneurial mindset that's why everyone can benefit from thinking like an entrepreneur it's why this conversation about entrepreneurism is important it's why showing you examples of my life and again the idea that it wasn't a straight line i didn't end up where i thought when i started 
and all of those path pieces along the way from initially starting in the, in the garage in the music business into the professional side of the music business into the global aspect of it transitioning out of that into marketing corporate side bottom of the totem pole again having to work your way back up the corporate ladder if you will trying to do stuff on the side trying to find things that fit my personality things i had passion for continually moving through the process learning getting better all, all of the things that, that come with the, my path of where I started to where I ended up. And I don't know where I'm going because I have 35 years of professional uh, experience. I expect to put another 35 years more in before I ever consider retiring. Trust me on that. So I'm two-thirds or th- three-thirds of the way through this story, which is only half of my story, maybe a third of my total story. Only time will tell. So it could all transition again. And even the entity, the Golden Group, which we've been doing now together for the last nine years, has transitions. It has changed. Next year, the beginning of our 10th year, I do expect some changes again in the way we approach things, the audience we work with. The technology is changing. The world is changing. COVID has changed everything. Uh, smartphones, smart communication, the lack of, of network television focus, uh, civil politics, everything is changing how we communicate, how we promote, how we engage our communities, how we do things. And how we do things bleeds over into how we do business. Business, again, is still essential. It employs people, creates tax bases, creates opportunities for people to support their families, their local communities, their regions, their cities, their states, the country, the entire world is connected by commerce, connected by doing business together, it creates opportunities to make things better, create potential for profit. That profit is yours. What you do with it, you can decide to do something great with it, or you can do something that uh, is more limited in scope. It's yours. You made it. But the big changes that happen in our world outside of business come from successes created with inside business because that's the opportunity. That's the value. That's what real wealth is. Real wealth is the ability to do things for other people or do things in a different way. Take chances, take risk because you can afford to because you have profit from something else. And that investment back in your community, whether it's physical, actual dollars, time, attention, education, or just opportunity, that's where real change comes from. So it all goes together. It's all a cycle of growth and development. That's why it's all important for us to have entrepreneurs. It's important for us to have small businesses, for small business owners, for people to pay attention, to do, create opportunities in a community, both in a business sense and in a community sense, and always be striving to be better, solve problems, and present opportunities in a new, better way, always getting better along the way. That was a lot today, 24 minutes 22, 23 minutes. I'm going to end up probably here right under 25 minutes. (laughs) Appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week. This is one of those longer ones. I continue to try to do longer podcasts uh, and now YouTube videos to give as much value as I can here on the Saturday Morning Hustle. Again, the idea behind the Saturday Morning Hustle, if you're out working your competition, you're in the office while they're still sleeping. The two things you could control, your effort, your attitude. If you were going to put in that effort with a great attitude, you're in the office on the weekend, you're earning it. You're working smart. You're working hard. See you next week on the Saturday Morning Hustle.
Bye.